2: Hey everyone, welcome to Web you and on webmasterradio.fm. Surprisingly, we are on, Dave. This um, <laughs> is so from Digital Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. Um, we weren't sure if we were on a long story. Live radio is tons of fun and we have a ton of fun show for you today. Um, where should we go for... Sh- hey Dave, I think yes. the, the, the best way to start this show is uh, with science facts. But it's all about the education here on, on, on Web College and somehow I got a feeling that um well that what 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 we're about to explain will serve as a good way to frame the rest of the show. You know what I found out today, which I, I never do? <laughs> What's that, Jim? I'm scared to ask, but go ahead. Come on, you know where I'm going, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> I learned that panda bears, pandas out in the wild I got the I got I got this from an unimpeachable source, the BBC. You know, the British media would never make stuff up. Um, apparently, pandas pee while they're st- while doing handstands. So they're standing themselves up on their heads and leaning themselves up against a tree, and um, male pandas and and urinating. It's why you don't hug a panda, actually, because you, <laughs> you know you know you never know where they've been, right? But. <laughs> They do this to mark their territory, and so when I read this story, I have you know, you know, in 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 our business, we have a, a different sort of association with pandas. They're not the cute little lovable creatures that uh you know you <laughs> want to hug at the zoo, and they're certainly not the wrestling creatures that whack each o- each other over over heads with um you know chairs and stuff like you see on people's baseball caps. <laughs> no, pandas are pandas are um, algorithms run by Google to, um, you know, judge content on the web in a uh, number of fun and amazing ways. And <laughs> that we know that pandas, the real ones, the namesake for Google's algorithms, pee whilst doing a handstand in the weirdest way. And I'm I, 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 I'm positive because they're so smart. I'm positive that the Google engineers had to be considering this. Because they are so smart. <laughs> um, in the weirdest way, this kind of helps explain a little bit of the uh, absurdity <laughs> around uh, Google Panda. And also, um, perhaps it explains some of the um, silliness that SEOs are dealing with in, in their own minds. In, 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 the, in the, the SEO rumor mill. <laughs> so, just to sum everything up, we now know for sure why Pandas pee whilst doing a handstand. It's to mark their territory, clearly to optimize their zones. <laughs> you know what i am i am incredibly
3: um relieved at the fact that you decided to deliver i thought perhaps um one of our friends uh running uh, in the election had opened their mouths again <laughs> and we were about to have learned and been educated on some other new useful uh, piece of information on why people are the way they are but as long as it doesn't come from a politician I, uh, I think it's I think
2: it's fairly reliable information. Uh, yeah, this, this this comes again from, from the BBC, and you know, aside from those clowns, aside from those guys over there at like um, State of Search, we're the closest thing the network has to like Animal Planet. So I felt we <laughs> had to <laughs> <laughs> we just had to cover this. All right, <laughs> the guys at State of Search. <laughs> anyway. Um, the reason I wanted to lead with the panda is because um, this week, or actually yesterday, uh, a story that appeared. Which tab is this? <laughs> um, I got I got like twenty tabs opened open on my uh, screen for stuff I want to talk about today. A story that appeared in ZNet yesterday, written by Tom um Formsky who is uh, I just want to note Tom Formsky is usually a good tech writer he usually he usually gets it right or close to right he's um based in silicon valley and he's been covering the search engines um geez, almost as long as we have and again tom usually gets it right but he um he made a mistake in reading a google patent and then reading Aaron Wall's reaction to the Google patent, and then putting two and two together and getting 17. <laughs> yeah. Um, nice analogy. <laughs> pretty much how it goes down. So I'm just throwing the link to the... To the uh, hey, it, it's spelled Z-D-N-E-T. How would the Americans pronounce that? Z-D-N-E-T? Yeah, I guess so. I've never, I never, I never thought about that before. I've always called it ZNet because it just looks right. Is it ZNet? Can we get a ruling from the judges in Fort Lauderdale?
3: <laughs> no, apparently not.
0: <laughs>
2: Try that again. Right.
0: Give me that name again.
2: Well, it's it's ZDNet. How would you guys pronounce that? We pronounce it ZNet. Right. I mean we just Zednet? don't say that. We just don't use the. We don't pronounce the Z so it's a ZDNet, is it? No, ZDNet. ZDNet. Oh, ZDNet. Now, what the heck would they mean by ZDNet? What's that all about?
0: Because actually, what it should be is, if you're pronouncing it your way, it's ZDNet. Oh, yeah, yeah. hey, he's got us there. Right. Right. Yeah, I know like, that's, a, that's a, like a that's like a British Australian, uh, Canadian kind of thing. It's that it's, you know, same way where your program is spelled M E. You know, instead, or, uh, or Labor Day, as in the Monday, is L-A-B-O-U-R, things like that.
2: Oh, we love our use. We do. Anyway, back to Tom. That, back to Tom from um, Formski's article in ZDNet. You guys don't really call that That's such a long name. How could you do that? In ZDNet. Um, his article headlines, any SEO could damage your site as a spam site. A little-known Google <laughs> Patent, shows how the permalink has become permafrost for content. Okay, so again, I'm uh, throwing this link into the Webmaster Radio chat room since I figure out exactly which tab that is. And um, Dave, you had a chance to, to take a look at this article. I did. Um, I think you've, you've had a chance to take a look at some of the reaction, especially the stuff that um, our friend David Harry, um, the gypsy, was... Uh, was putting it on, on, on its Facebook page, um, what do you think? What do you think? Well, uh, you know, I guess I guess, if we want to paint with a really,
3: really broad brush, um, I, I suppose that virtually, technically, any strategy it could be an SEO strategy, I suppose. If you want to say, you know, you should use your keywords in your title, well, I guess that could be a spam strategy if I decide to put keyword, 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 right? <laughs> like any of these things, I suppose, you know, if I want to say, you know, link building, hey, that's, you know, social media, that, that could be a stra- spam strategy. Yep, yeah, we can all think of ways that it can. But I think to, to put this sort of quasi as, as, as it was in really in the real world, done this quasi sort of almost fear spin on things, right? Like, basically, don't touch anything because anything you do, Um, could cause you some problems. The idea that Google's patenting and trying to come up with technologies to detect what is and what is not spam, um, I don't know, how long do you think they've been doing that for? Why, a decade? Maybe a little longer? (laughs) They've been doing this forever. This isn't something new uh, that Google's coming out with, and they're always refining the ways that they do it. Um, But to say... Everything is, well, no, there's a reason why Matt cuts goes to these conferences. There's a reason why Google talks to us and and has webmaster tools to to sort of share some of the information that they have on us. They want us to do it the right way. So there is an SEO. By default, the answer is there is a way to use SEO that is ethical and, and following Google's guidelines. So to say anything you do may cause you problems, well, only if you're doing it wrong, right? I mean, the way that I go to the bank and get my money, that could be the wrong way. I could walk in armed and demand money. That's the wrong way. That's going to get me into trouble. I can go in with my bank card and use the bank machine and take some of my money.
2: That's the right way to do it. So, I mean uh, That's not a bad to, analogy, actually, when you think about it, Dave. I mean, if you do walk in there armed and demand money, they're going to give you a hell of a lot more money than you were going to ask for. If you, <laughs> But you won't get to enjoy it for long. Well, and you know what? That that does make it a good analogy, I suppose, eh? Because you may rank
3: in, in the case of of, of the algorithm, you may rank for minutes, <laughs> and then it clamps down fast. Or heck, you might get away with it for a while. Um,
2: you know, that, but that, at that, the end of the day, are gonna pop.
3: It will, and for the rest of your life, or in this case, your website's life, you're going to be looking over your shoulder, figuring out, you know, waiting for the other shoe to drop. I mean, that's that's just the the way a black hat <laughs> is. You've always you're always going to be paranoid um, because something can always go wrong. And if you're just doing it ethically, well, I'd like to say, hey, if you're just doing it ethically, you're gonna you're gonna do okay. We've all heard tales where people were doing it right and got hit with the wrong
2: penalties or whatnot. But you know what? This, somebody's site might be better than the one I'm working on. That might happen, you know. Oh, say it We never hear that part of the story. Um, I did everything right on my website, and still only ranked eleventh. Well, we maybe it right. was better sites. Like, you know, that's
3: awesome. <laughs> <laughs> right. Well, I mean, the thing is, at the end of the day, you know it. All of our listeners, I'm sure, know it. We are dealing with a mathematical formula, and and there's there's always going to either be somebody who's better than you or be somebody who's working harder than you to be better, right? I mean, that's, that's just the way of it. That's why we have to put in such huge efforts just to keep up um, with the Joneses. You know, you, I mean, you may attain your, you know, whatever number one or, you know, top three, whatever your target is, rankings. I mean, that's why you have to work so hard just to maintain them, um, is because if you've taken somebody out, that somebody new wants to be, if you go to number three, somebody just went to number four and they're not happy, <laughs> So, um, you know, I mean, it's, I, I, I think it's you know, like any of the time people make these statements that you and I and, and a lot of people just go, fundamentally, this is wrong. Like it just shows a, a lack of understanding or, or maybe not lack of understanding, lack of full coverage of, of well, this sort he, of large issue.
2: The one thing that gives me pause in saying that, though, in going so far is the author. Like Tom is usually close to being dead on. Is as close as any of us ever get to being dead on. Um, and so it's surprising. I mean, I'm, okay, we're all, we're all allowed clunkers in our careers. Like, that happens. Yeah. Um, this is a major clunker from somebody who is usually uh, a, 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 a majorly good researcher, a, a very good researcher. Like, So that makes me wonder is there something more to this than uh, than our immediate? Well, this can't be true. Reaction. (coughs) Excuse me. Um, uh, I mean, you bring up some good points. There there, there may be larger.
3: I, just my two bits. Of course, this is is opinion, just like Tom's. Um, Mine is, if I had to guess what happened here, it was, hey, had a great idea, was tired, had a bit of a deadline wrote it, you know, would probably elaborate. If we had him on the show, and, and maybe that's something to, to try and line up, if we had him on the show, I'm sure he'd have a chance to elaborate on on what he actually meant and go, no, there are good SEOs out there. I mean, but the way I was coming across, basically, there can't be any good SEOs because anything that you do is going to you know, potentially, you know, tank your site. Um, you know, as uh, I, I consider you a, an ethical SEO, I consider myself an ethical SEO. I'm sure there's, there's lots of them out there. It, well, I know they are. A lot of them are my friends. Um, you know, Going in with that approach, 99 times out of 100, you're going to end up with, with wins in some category. You, know, you may not you know, rock it to number one or whatever. I would never guarantee those sorts of, sort of things. But you're going to do okay at the, at the end of the day. And we all know the SEOs that, you know, not that I'd ever done anything like this, um, but we all know the SEO practices that can get you into a bit of trouble. Um and I think to just paint it blanket, I have a feeling it was just he missed saying some of the things he wanted to say is is i think it was just an incomplete conclusion and, and an incomplete present presentation of the article
2: okay well i'm i'm i 'm pretty down with that too um I, I i agree with you, and just you know for the record um s e o s or anyone out, any webmasters out there listening people concerned about your ranking um Keep doing the right things. Don't worry about over-optimization. Unless, of course, you're being an idiot about the way you're you're, you're optimizing your sites. Um, But the sky isn't falling. Google has not laid off or fired its entire quality control team, although it has changed their uh, designation to the knowledge graph team. (laughs) I just love that. It makes me laugh every time. I can't (laughs) help but think of the Apple geniuses. Uh, Oh, my goodness. Oh, dude. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> it's just the way it comes. Never think, think of them it. the same again. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh,
3: all right, well, we should. I, I want to come back. I, I know that, that we're coming short on time. I want to come back and talk about social media. Social media wins. Social media losses. Yeah. Um, so till we do, this is Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, joined as always by Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media on Webcology on Webmaster
1: sit tight and don't move Webcology will be back after this short break how much time do you spend on SEO research and competitor analysis what if we told you that there was an easier faster way Search Metrics SEO software propels you to top positions on search engines around the world with our unique global search social and competitive data in over 60 countries Gain a competitive advantage today with SearchMetrics.com. That's SearchMetrics.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com.
0: Hi, I'm Brett
2: Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs.
0: Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now.
1: WebmasterRadio.fm presents Search Kingdom. Presented by MajesticSEO.com. Every week. We explore the world of search marketing, give in-depth analysis inside the important industry headlines, and interview with the most important industry thought leaders. Search Kingdom, presented by Majestic SEO. Thursdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Or on demand inside the Search Engine Optimization Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. off. Now, back to Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm. Here are the host Jim Hedger and Dave Davies. Hey,
2: everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on webmasterradio.fm. It is the 30th <laughs> of August, impossibly the 30th of August, and you're listening to Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, and uh, did you hear that last commercial for... Um, for Search Kingdom? <laughs> you know what? what?
3: Unfortunately, I didn't. I was looking at a picture of a kangaroo, but...
2: <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> that's, that's that's a little interesting. Distracted. I'm looking at the same picture right now, but I just want to note, um, you know, exploring the uh, the industry and talking to industry thought leaders, that's 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 what you and I used to do all the time. <laughs> and I, I just want to warn you, Dixon, stick around for a few years or you're going to be just like this. <laughs> 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 To the club, oh, the dude. poor bugger. <laughs> <That> poor <laughs> bastard, yeah. It's okay. He's English. He's got an accent, so it all works out. <laughs> um, social media wins. And there was a couple this week, but a really cool one came out of Canada. Um, Samsung Canada, a kangaroo in a unicycle, um, and just a beautiful story of, of how a kid – who had only been with, with with this corporation for like three months, got to meet the president of the corporation and is now going to all the company shindigs and all he did was be really clever and draw a kangaroo on a unicycle because, well, <laughs> to get to the, uh, the 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 heart of the story, um, Samsung Canada, um. I'm trying to find the name of the of the social media manager for Samsung Canada and it should be right in front of me but it's not um, drew Bromhoff who is the social media manager for Samsung Canada he actually is an employee of an agency called Shill Canada um they're, they're they're working with samsung Canada and uh And apparently, um a customer wrote with a complaint saying his phone wasn't working anymore, wanted an instant upgrade from Samsung Canada. And this smartphone that he wanted cost about $800 per unit. Now, along with the request for a new phone, the uh the customer included a um sketch of a dragon. The dragon <laughs> was going Rawr, which is what a dragon would do, right? So Drew Brumhoff, who is acting as the uh I guess the, the the social media voice, the social media manager for Samsung Canada, um, on behalf of the agency Shill Canada, um, he wrote back that I'm afraid this is impossible. We can't do that if we gave everybody a refund on their phones, or gave everybody a new phone or a new upgrade when their, you know, when their other phone was obsolete. We'd go out of business. But he did include, in his, in his, in his rejection of this man's request, he did include, as, as, as reciprocity, a, kangaroo, a sketch of a kangaroo riding a unicycle.
1: climb a kangaroo down.
2: <laughs> You've been waiting for that for so long. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the, then something really cool happened. Well, disappointed he wasn't getting a um, new Samsung phone, the customer decided to – or the the, the guy who requested the phone decided to take the kangaroo and put it up on Reddit. And once something catches the imagination of the Reddit Reddit community, um, it kind of explodes. It kind of goes super viral. As a matter of fact, Reddit is currently the way to make something go super viral. Uh, billing themselves as the front page of the internet, Uh, Reddit moves traffic. So, this kangaroo drawing, this cute kangaroo drawing, along with a logical reason why the customer's request wasn't going to be, wasn't, the company couldn't comply with the customer's request, created so much goodwill for Samsung Canada. It's still being talked about on Reddit. The, uh, picture of the kangaroo on the unicycle is being passed around like a doobie at a teenage party. And Samsung has tons and tons of goodwill under its belt because one of its employees, who's actually a subcontractor employee, did something creative and smart. That's kind of cool. That's
3: you know, so- it is cool. And, I mean, case in point again, you and I are having a, a, a complimentary conversation mm. on the radio that'll be going up on iTunes about, about one of Apple's competitors. (laughs) I mean, essentially we're talking about Samsung. Uh, and I mean, you know, even just hearing it, I have a Samsung, I have the, the Nexus. Um, and it's funny because just hearing a a story like this makes you just a little happier with the product you have. (laughs) It's just like, ah, that's the kind of company that I, I'm working with. Um, and, and that I'm supporting, um, you know, and that they're crediting this guy and, and, uh, you know, sort of rewarding him for his good behavior after three months of working with him, come up with something like that. I think it's good to have sort of the kahunas to just go... You know what? They said I can do this, so I'm going to do this. I mean, this is outside the scope of what any company would have written down in their policies, right? Yes, you may draw kangaroos on unicycles and send them to our customers, right? This is not going to be something that's outlined. But for him to just go ahead, know that this certainly wasn't going to cause damage, was kind of a cute response, and then just do it, um, you know, good for him. And a lesson, uh, a definite lesson that all of us can take. Um, you know, forward in dealing with social media and especially dealing with a situation that could have gone horribly wrong. Um, You know, I mean, if the wrong response had been made to that request for a free upgrade, um, there was obviously being presented in a cute, I know that I'm probably not going to get one kind of way. You know, with the wrong response, it would have either just absolutely disappeared or worse, it could have actually backfired if he'd gone back just with the stock Sorry, we can't do that because, you know, we'd go out of business, right? I mean, just this generic stock. It could have gone exactly the opposite of the way it did, but we're talking about it. Reddit, definitely given more traffic than we are. Um, you know, I mean, it's, it's, and, and no discredit to our show. They have a lot of traffic to give.
2: Um, they do. You, right? know, and, you, know, you know what else happened on Reddit yesterday? What's that? Obama happened on Reddit yesterday. <laughs> Honest to goodness, the president... Of the United States, went on Reddit and answered a half dozen or so questions asked by, he spent a half hour there, and answered in total about a half dozen questions put to him by the Reddit community.
3: Yes, and Reddit had some problems because of that, which is where I oh. thought you were
2: going. <laughs> um, well, they did well, have problems. In, they're, 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 just, you couldn't get in for a while. You had to be hitting F5 to, like, refresh your screen over and over and over again. The traffic was so heavy yeah,
3: but that's I mean how how fantastic is that that uh, you know just an, another way that people can reach out and um, just an outstanding use of, of social media. and you've I mean by uh, by the president. and of course you you have to go, what does this say about about the kind of leadership? Um, as far as communicating, I mean, I'm not going to get into the debate as to whether he listens or not because I'm just going to avoid politics
2: here. But oh, uh, he listens. We know we, Obama listens. He's 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 a big fan, actually. Oh, of no, the no show, I, right? he listens.
3: Right. Oh, well, good. Hey, hello, Mr. President. Um, you're welcome to come on anytime you want. I've got a couple questions. Um, mostly, I'll, I'll keep it in that neutrality, though. Um, but uh, I mean. He, to use these sorts of things, to have sort of the the, who knows, um, to step up and put yourself in the public like that, where you know you're going to get people who don't like you, you know you're going to get people who like you. There's a, a vast cornucopia, and there's some trolls. <laughs> I mean, I, it's shocking, but there are some trolls on Reddit. Um, so you're really you're really putting yourself out there, and uh, and and you know, good for him. Kind of, I did find it kind of humorous that, that the entire site you know had its problems, but I mean you know credit to the president. Obviously, this was well beyond what they were what they were anticipating. I would have a hunch next time if uh, say Romney went on or something like that, I, I'll, I'll be in there if he is, asking some questions. They'll sort of upgrade their systems to support um, the the massive number of people that are interested in talking to their president. Of course, there's a lot of people who. Uh, I want to do that and, and I would imagine a lot of foreigners who are who are interested in asking
2: questions um, yeah, if, the if Romney States. ever comes on ask him to spell potato, he'll spell it C-A-R-G-I-L-L <laughs> Yes
3: Thought you were going Monsanto,
2: alright <laughs> Nope, I can't spell Monsanto, I'm only a radio show host <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, Now you brought to my attention earlier, I mean we've talked about a couple big wins, uh, yep. you know, Win for Samsung, uh, big win for, for the president and and for Reddit uh, came yeah. across yesterday, and then you brought to my attention earlier today a little snafu by Beck.
2: <laughs> yeah, well, you know, one of the reasons that we messed up the earliest part of the show was our show notes were written with um, a pen for ladies, <laughs> um, and so it was entirely wrong for us. It didn't. It just didn't work. It um, the delicate shape and pretty pastel colors just didn't fit my beefy, meaty hand, uh, my man hand, uh, Bic pens. Actually, they introduced this line of Bic for her, or Christelle for her, ballpoint pens last year, but they started promoting them on social media a couple, about a week ago, and they have just been savaged, <laughs> savaged um, by people who just think the idea of pens are funny. Um, I know I do. Okay. Um, I've seen I've, I've seen a number of, of great smart-ass comments at the at Bic uh, Twitter feed. My favorite of which is, oh, my Lady Bic pen. I haven't actually used it except to write my, my name beside my boyfriend's surname over and over and over again. <laughs> that was funny.
3: <laughs> now, my favorite, and just to, to further illustrate the... Um, you know, issues that they're having to face was, first off, uh, I'm a male. I picked up a pink one by mistake to write a quick note. Next thing I know, I'm sitting down to take a pee. Be careful. (laughs) These
2: will mess with you. um,
3: Um, I mean, this is just a catastrophe of, of, I mean, it does seem most of the commenting is kind of tongue-in-cheek you know they're they're these kind of things um but this is is definitely a black eye and if nothing else if absolutely nothing like would it stop me from buying a bic? no no i've got a whack at them sitting in my uh stock room <laughs> <I> mean, <that's, laughs> that's, right, it, it's a pen it, it it operates a lot like a pen um but is this damaging their sales online right now oh yeah
2: well, <laughs> I mean, as, they, it, they... as it should i mean like the one big tip for, social, for any, any corporation thinking of dealing with social media or marketing over the internet in general aside from all the pictures of cats aside <laughs> from the stupid crap that kids put up on Facebook the people out here on the internet are actually pretty smart we, uh, we get to see a lot of stuff most of it absurd and stupid of course because that's the internet, we like that sort of stuff but when you try to market a ubiquitous product and then try to like you know gender market it and then add a couple bucks because it's for women to the cost of, of the unit um you're going to get ridiculed because that's just plumb stupid you're going to get you're going to get ridiculed there's no two ways about it so let's let's go to action items i mean we we all
3: may want to let's say you're you're big marketing like just to, to to go how should this have been done let's say you 're looking at big marketing and you do want to basically uh, appeal more to a, a female demographic by creating a product that, that conceivably somewhere in your head you think this product is going to i 'm not going to debate whether it does or not i 'm just going to say conceivably for, you okay, think this product is going Penn's to easy.
2: for big pence how would you have marketed this exact product i 'd have created this product i 'd have changed the packaging a little bit to make it um, perhaps more appealing to women. Um, I I haven't even thought about what that might mean, but give me a couple minutes, and I might be able to come up with something that doesn't sound entirely sexist. Um, And I would pay for placement in retail outlets near feminine products. Maybe this should be an impulse buy set beside the rack of magazines by the cash register. But I would not come out and say I'm taking a a, a ubiquitous item and gender specifying it. I wouldn't make that part of the sales campaign. That's where they made their big mistake. They came right out and said, this is a pen for women. As if women couldn't use those male pens that you have in your uh, storeroom. I, was well, I, well, I, I think you're spot on. I mean, I assume a, a certain level of, of product testing, right? So
3: I, I assume that BIC sat down with, uh, you know, whatever, a, a, a sea uh, of females or something and sat down with, yeah, with a focus group and said, you know, and just sort of randomly put them down, set one, you know, one standard BIC pen and, and one of these, you know, sort of lighter colored circa 1950 smaller pens and basically said, okay, write something down, right? Like just did a generic, which one? Do women tend to grab sort of sort of testing? Fair enough, that's what they should have done. And if they found that these pens work, great. But I, I think you're spot on. Um, in the you don't come out and say it. I mean, one of the the, the applications uh, that I think on these ones, they they do they are a, a narrower pen, um, you know, fit for for a, a smaller hand. Well, I I know a, a bunch of of little people um, who have to go into schools and and these sorts of things who tend to have smaller hands than mine um okay, <laughs> I'm going to move to children here um, and go oh. and now you're saying basically to to a potential market where I might you know I might be doing the school shopping and going, "Oh hey, you know what this this will actually you know work a little better, you know, he's, you know whatever in in grade four and, and has smaller hands, this will work well, no, but I've got a boy, so I can't buy something for my boys going into grade four, they're older than that but back when they were, they had smaller hands anyway and and, and go. You know, I know it says for, for her, but hey, your your guy friends are still going to think this is pretty awesome. right? No, you can't. So they've actually eliminated a the market. They've offended women. <laughs> Just across the board, it's a massive loss. I think you're spot on is make it more generic. Use color schemes or, or whatever that through testing you find might appeal to a female demographic. If that's what you think your market is. Um, and then product placement, I, I think you were spot on in uh, in how you would have opted to launch this rather than offending people and and sort of making a mockery of your product
2: and I I, I, I gotta say this is the value of a classical education people laugh at the liberal arts degrees this is what you get with a liberal arts degree, appreciation for a bunch of different viewpoints so you don't go step in a big morass of crazy like Bic did now it's not to say that they 're not educated at Beck. they may well be educated at Beck. I just, I just really want to point this out. I've, I've, I've been reading ridicule about liberal arts education as uh, Ontario tries to find ways to save you know to, everyone's in a budget crunch, America's mm-hmm. in a budget crunch, Canadian provinces are in a budget crunch, and you know I'm, I'm noticing this uptick in ridicule on liberal arts education as if knowing how to read and understand and emphasize with the consumer isn't an important sales tool. Mm -hmm. Um, the value of a liberal arts education you don't step in crap as often by offending people Okay, (laughs) there's one more major social media win I want to talk about but it's going to take us a few minutes to talk about it so I think this is an opportune time to take a break here on Webcology on webmasterradio.fm friends it is August the 30th if you haven't go out there and enjoy something you have a long weekend coming up but before you do that stay Stay tuned. we got a couple messages to go through. We're going to come back and talk about a Raven-sized win after these messages. You know, the messages. Webcology. We'll be back (laughs) after this short break.
0: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
1: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
0: Commercial's off. Now back to
1: Webcology, only on webmasterradio.fm.
0: I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition.
1: To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis.
3: Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports.
0: Brands.
3: Premium
1: Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands.
2: Visit location3media.com.
0: This WebmasterRadio.fm program is brought to you by the new WebmasterRadio.fm iPhone app. Look for it in the iTunes App Store and download it today.
1: Commercial's off. Now back to Webcology, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. You're the host, Jim Hedger and Dave Devey.
2: Hey everyone, welcome back to Webcology here on WebmasterRadio.fm. This is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media and Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO. And Dave, this is one of the stories that, um, well, this is one of the stories I love telling. Um, it's it's kind of sad, but it's kind of beautiful at the same time. Um, definitely a feel-good story. And it's called Hell Year from, Co- from Coding Tacoma and Back Again. It was written by Greg Jones and it appeared on the Raven blog. Yesterday, um, uh, the Raven blog uh, from from Raven Tools. Um, So to tell the story in 25 words or less, last year, Greg Jones had a serious bicycle accident. He got hit by a car and severely, severely injured so badly injured that he spent like three weeks basically in a coma Um, after waking from his coma he got to go to surgery after surgeries he got to go to recovery and it took an entire year From the time he got hit by a car on his bicycle, the time he was able to go back to work at Raven Tools. Now, he is back at work, but the important part of the story, I mean, aside from from the fact that that at the end of it, Greg Jones is okay, is relatively okay, the important part of the story is the support the team and management at Raven Tools gave this fellow when he was when he was hurt when he was down and out. Um, now Raven Tools is larger than a startup now. They're they're actually doing you know fairly well, but they acted in a way that a lot of companies in our industry. Well, I can't think of a lot of other companies that. Would be this cool, this amazing with one of their employees um, he was paid for his the entire time he was injured, his job was secure, his family was taken care of, and they're helping pay for his therapy they're um they're changing his job tasks to you know make allowances for his new physical condition um his uh his right bicep is paralyzed um so he can't. Uses right hand for typing, but again, um, you've got to read. You've got to, got to, got to read this article he wrote. Again, I'm, I'm posting the link in the Webmaster Radio chat room, but it was posted at Raven Tools yesterday, August the 29th, and um, I'm I'm telling you, it's uh, a wonderful, almost heartbreaking. But at the end of it, I am so proud that Raven Tools is part of my SEO tool chest. Yeah, I can't really add to that. <laughs> well, you better. We have ten minutes left.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, I mean, yeah, I, yeah. There, there, there is nothing bad. It, it was that's an outstanding
3: gesture. Not just, I mean, you know, kudos um, to to the company acting in a incredibly. Um, ethical and and responsible way, and especially a company at at sort of the the point that they're at. It's not like um, you know a, a CEO of of Google gets injured, where it's like, yeah, we got we got cash, right? Like we got. I mean, I know they're doing okay. Don't get me wrong, but it's not like, hey,
2: yeah, we can we can afford an extra couple million, no problem. Um, you, you know that they got to be at that mid level growth stage where they're on another growth spurt or they're ready for another growth spurt. So, I mean. You've grown your company a couple times now. You know when you Mm -hmm. hit those stages. It's tight. Yeah, you worry about the pennies like 18 months from now. Yeah. Um, Um, At the end of the day,
3: I mean, and it's nice when it works out this way. I don't think that this was um, calculated at the beginning. I think they were just doing the right thing. But isn't it nice that here now, when they've done the right thing, they get some some kudos for it, like our Samsung story earlier, but a little bit different. But It's like when you react the right way, when you do the right thing, no. uh, it's nice to see companies
2: get rewarded when they do that. And this one's a little bit closer to home. I mean, this, the, these are our people. Um, you know, this is our industry. This is, this is our family. And uh, to see this kind of stuff being done right, you know, um, it reminds me of um, the post that, that came out of SEO Moz uh, about three weeks ago, when SEO Moz announced that not only do you get a paid vacation, they're going to give you money to go enjoy your vacation. Yeah, that's outstanding. Um, that must be a nice level to be at. <laughs> I mean, as a business owner, and I, I know you did that the exact same reaction. You remember when, when Red Rand got engaged? Yeah, you remember the you reaction it. It was just like, "Oh, dude, you just raised the bar like so high." <laughs> It's like, no matter what I do, I look like an ass. Because yeah, uh, so. I can't do that. Rand <laughs> did it to us again. <laughs> oh, next time I see him at a conference. Uh, um, we're, we're, we're giving him a swirly. That's what's going to happen. We're going to give him a good old Canadian swirly. Um, <laughs> that'll hurt <learn> him. <laughs> It's a threat.
3: Now, speaking, of, we're on the on the subject of money. A slight tangent I, I want to go off at. And it, it was funny because I'm watching the Tesla thing. I know you are too um, at Indiegogo and, you know, seeing how their fundraising is going. They're, they're, they well exceeded the requirement. We got the property. <laughs> and that's, that's now a given. Um, they're at almost $1.2 million now. Yeah. And, and it's funny watching it because, of course, I'm ecstatic. It's like, okay, that's some good money now to get that, that property in shape. Um, and maybe get some some funding towards actually you know building the museum part so i, I love seeing this funding um continue on but there's got to be a little part um that sort of you know because this uh, at indiegogo you know the the source that they've used to help them collect their money that wasn't it's it's not the only thing you can you can sponsor right like there's there's lots of this crowdsourcing for for funding and and things like that and I, i've got to wonder how frustrating is it <laughs> <laughs> For all the other people who are trying to raise funds through this, to be looking, going, you're like now, you know, $300,000 past what you needed to be. And nobody, I just need like $5,000 and nobody, you know, I'm, I'm at like 300. <laughs> and they're looking sort of watching these ones just take off well, well, well in excess of what their minimum requirements were. I mean, this is great well, yes. because they need
2: millions more, but... Um, you deal with, with things like Indiegogo or other crowdsourcing, uh, other crowdsourced funding mechanisms. You want the money to do a business of some sort or another, Usually, nine times out of ten, right? Yeah. And, and we can even call the Tesla Museum a business, because, in, in, in fact, it, it has to be run as one. Um, yeah, for sure. If the Tesla Museum has Matt Ingham, Going for it. I mean, like, we might have driven like a few hundred dollars here and there to that to uh that fund. Maybe a few thousand through our show, but seriously, Matt Ingham has to have driven hundreds of thousands.
1: <laughs> now yeah, I mean, he marketing.
2: got like the one million of the one point two at the very least. Yeah, just, well, just see, it where I grew up, that was called marketing. Mm-hmm. Um now that I mean that it was that it was Matt's idea and all that, sure. But um this is it's, it's, it's not a fair jungle out there it's not fair sure, whatever it's still the jungle and we're still playing mm-hmm. it um, You want you, if you're sitting there watching your Kickstarter campaign flounder or watching your Indiegogo campaign flounder bloody hell let me know what's out there let Dave know what's out there let everybody know what's out there there's this like, really cool little utility called the internet and <laughs> you can use it to promote stuff I'm I've heard that anyway Um, I know I've done it I've promoted stuff you take like nothing and suddenly you got something because people are going there that's building you know and I'm sorry for those people on Indiegogo if they're not receiving any money for whatever they think and maybe it is a great idea for a business maybe it is a great idea for a project. But if you can't carry out the basic, um, and I mean, like, I, okay, you're not Matt Ingham. As a matter of fact, there's only one Matt Ingham in the world. His name's Matt Ingham. Um, <laughs> but you're still somebody who has the capacity to write and post a proposal at Kickstarter or Indiegogo. You could take that a step further and really work for it because that's what you got to do when you're competing with hundreds of other ideas. In the, you know, I, I love the idea of a crowdsourced funding mechanism. It's great. It's democratic. It's beautiful. But it's also competitive, right? Yep. Well, that's that's like, it's, I don't know how else to phrase it. That's the law of the jungle. No,
3: and I think you're spot on, and and, and and you look at, at something like what Matt did here, and it's very much a, I want to be part of a bigger thing. It gets your imagination going, going, I'm going to be part of something great, and that, I mean that is the draw to, say, being part of getting a, a Tesla museum built. We all love Tesla. Well, anybody who's heard of it, if you haven't, look it up, read it, at least read the Wikipedia entry on them, um, but you get to know that you've been part of something bigger, and you know what thing gets built? You know what I'm going to do when I'm in the area? I'm going to go to the Tesla Museum
2: because I want to see this thing that I was part of building. Um, and so, you I mean, have that, that put is your hand problem. on that big Tesla ball and have, at least you still got hair, so it'll work. <laughs> have all your hair stand up straight. <laughs> True <laughs> enough. We um, I mean, Wilson are going to go to the uh, Tesla ball, and we're going to stand there beside each other and just see the electricity zap between our bald heads. <laughs> and me and Marty, Marty Weintraub are going to do that. That would be funny.
3: <laughs> okay, that would be very funny. Okay, I'm thinking photo op. Um, okay, so we have an SEO's excursion, uh, sort of a pilgrimage of sorts to the Tessie Museum while it's up. Um, one thing I want to cover, I just got a couple-minute warning here. One thing I want to cover, I don't know if you saw it. Um, are you familiar with the Nexus ad that appeared on the Google homepage? Yeah, I am. Um, yeah, loosely. I think, you know. Um, I, you know, every time something like this happens and I liken it to Facebook changes, sorry, I know a lot of people is going to ruffle their feathers. Um, but my take on this entire thing is I don't know when I felt like Google.com was my property, (laughs) 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 but this is theirs and they're promoting their thing. And you know what I do on my domains and you know what we all do on our domains? We promote our stuff. Um, so yeah I mean, there, there was this big backlash and oh they're just selling it to marketers and this and that and the other thing and no they' they're not selling it to marketers they're marketing their own stuff and if we as as marketers aren't marketing our own stuff on our own domains, we need to call ourselves something else because we're not marketers anymore i I does this ad was it effective for google that's at the bottom line it's if i could look into the back end of google and see what they you know what the conversions were and and what actually came of this i would know whether it was a good idea i have a hundred google dave
2: i'm still using google you so bad that you're not using it anymore
3: that was it, that's it, and I'm telling all of my clients, I won't optimize for Google anymore.
2: Yeah right. you know what you know, you know why this happened? Because Marissa left the building. She would have kicked ass. Oh my God, there would have been like, you know pillows and chairs and flipboards and uh, big bouncy <laughs> balls flying had it that happened on Marissa's watch, but it didn't. And that's why they were able to get away with it, because the big, bad Marissa wasn't there. But otherwise, <laughs> it's a tempest in a teapot. I mean, seriously, Google, Google put an ad on their page. Well, uh, and
3: as, as Danny Goodwin over at Search Engine Watch pointed out in, in his write up on it, it's not the first time.
1: <laughs> this isn't the and, first
3: time they've done it. And it won't be the last. And, and you know what? That's there. And if you don't like it, go use cha-cha use you know bing usually you know, i love that i somehow ChaCha came into my head before bing did um you know yeah. use one of the other search engines or if the results gives keep using them and deal with the fact up. once a
2: year or so and have something pop up like this it's uh it's a time to go we are at the top of the hour we have news coming up here on uh, webmaster radio dave i'm i'm sorry, we, we gotta go we burned a whole hour again I we do we do that every week <laughs> That's a good feeling. Okay, that, that was a fun show. On uh, on behalf of Dave Davies from Beanstalk SEO, this is Jim Hedger from Digital Always Media. You've listen to Webcology on Webmaster Radio Don't forget if you're carrying if you're carrying an iPhone or if you're carrying an Android, we got an app for that. Download it, listen to us on the go anytime you wanna. But you know what you ought to do? You gotta stay tuned. We got news coming up. We got some more great content coming up on the network. Dave and I will talk to you next week.